20, did that from time immemorial Brighton had been governed by two head boroughs sitting in the borough court, and assisted by a council called the Twelve. This constitution disappeared before 1772, when commissioners were appointed. Brighton refused a charter offered by George, Prince of Wales, but was incorporated in 1854. It had become a parliamentary borough in 1832. From a fishing town in 1656 it became a fashionable resort in 1756. Its popularity increased after the visit of the Prince of Wales C. George Ivy to the Duke of Cumberland in 1783, and was insured by his building the pavilion in 1784-1787, and his adoption of it as his principal residence, and his association with Mrs. Fitzherbert at Brighton was the starting point of its fashionable repute. See Victoria County History Sussex, Sussex Archaeological Society Transactions, Volume I. L. Melville, Brighton, Its History, Its Follies and Its Fashions London, 1909, Bright's Disease, a term in medicine applied to a class of diseases of the kidneys acute and chronic nephritis which had as their most prominent symptom the presence of albumin in the urine, and frequently also the coexistence of dropsy. These associated symptoms in connection with kidney disease were first described in 1827 by Dr. Richard Bright 1789-1858. Since that period it has been established that the symptoms, instead of being, as was formerly supposed, the result of one form of disease of the kidneys, may be dependent on various morbid conditions of those organs see kidney diseases, hence the term Bright's disease, which is retained in medical nomenclature in honor of Dr. Bright must be understood as having a generic application. The symptoms are usually of a severe character. Pain in the back, vomiting and febrile disturbance commonly usher in the attack. Dropsy, varying in degree from slight poofiness of the face to an accumulation of fluid sufficient to distend the whole body, and to occasion serious embarrassment to a respiration, is a very common accompaniment. The urine is reduced in quantity, is of dark, smoky or bloody color and exhibits to chemical reaction the presence of a large amount of albumin, while, under the microscope, blood corpuscles and casts, as above mentioned, are found in abundance. The state of acute inflammation may by its severity destroy life, or, short of this, may by continuance result in the establishment of one of the chronic forms of Bright's disease. On the other hand an arrest of the inflammatory action frequently occurs, and this is marked by the increased amount of the urine and the gradual disappearance of its albumin and other abnormal constituents, as also by the subsidence of the dropsy and the rapid recovery of strength. In the treatment of acute Bright's disease, good results are often obtained from local depletion, from warm baths and from the careful employment of diuretics and purgatives. Chronic Bright's disease is much less amenable to treatment, but by efforts to maintain the strength and improve the quality of the blood by strong nourishment, and at the same time by guarding against the risks of complications, life may often be prolonged in comparative comfort, and even a certain measure of improvement be experienced. Origenoilis, a town in the department of Var in the SEL France, 36 meters by rail and of Toulon, Pop, 1906-36-39, it is built at a height of 754 feet above the sea level, in a fertile valley, and on the right bank of the Karamai River. It contains the old summer palace of the Counts of Provence, and has an active trade, especially in prunes, known as prunes to Brignoles. Its old name was Villapurum, as the children of the Counts of Provence were often brought up here. It was sacked on several occasions during the religious wars in the 16th century. Twelve miles to the NW was St. Maximin with a fine medieval church, 
which is one of the best starting points for the most famous pilgrimage resort in Provence, the St. Bon, wherein St. Mary Magdalene is said to have taken refuge. This is 20 meters distant by road, W-A-B-C-B-R-I-H-A-S-B-A-D-I, or B-R-A-H-M-A-N-A-S-B-A-D-I, God of Strength, a deity of importance in early Hindu mythology. In the Rig Veda he is represented as the God of Prayer, aiding Indra in his conquest of the cloud demon, and at times appears to be identified with Agni, God of Fire. He is the offspring of heaven and earth. The two worlds, is the inspirer of prayer and the guide and protector of the pious. He is pictured as having seven mouths, a hundred wings and horns and is armed with bow and arrows and an axe. He rides in a chariot drawn by red horses. In the later scriptures he is represented as a rishi or southeaster. C.A.A. McNell, Vedic Mythology Strasbourg, 1897, B.R.I.L., Paul 1554-1626, Flemish painter, was born at Antwerp, the success of his elder brother Matthew 1550-1584 in the Vatican induced him to go to Rome to live, on the death of Matthew, Paul, who far surpassed him as an artist, succeeded to his pensions and employments, he painted landscapes with a depth of chiaroscuro than little practiced in Italy and introduced into them figures well drawn and finely colored. One of his best compositions is the Martyrdom of Saint Clement, in the Sala Clementina of the Vatican. Brill, the name given to a flatfish Cetilaeves, or Rhombus Laeves which is a species closely related to the turbot, differing V.04P.0571 from it in having very small scales, being smaller in size, having no bony tubercules in the skin, and being reddish in color. It abounds on parts of the British coast, and is only less favored for the table than the chair but itself. B.R.I.L.A. Lady S.A.V.A.R.I.N. A.N.D.H.E.L.M.E. 1755-1826. French gastronomist. Was born at Belly, France. On the 1st of April 1755. In 1789 he was a deputy. In 1793 mayor of Belly. To escape proscription he fled from France to Switzerland. And went thence to the United States where he played in the orchestra of a New York theater. On the fall of Robespierre he returned to France, and in 1797 became a member of the Court of Cassation. He wrote various volumes on political economy and law, but his name is famous for his Physiologie du Gout, a compendium of the art of dining. Many editions of this work have been published. Brillat Severin died in Paris on the 2nd of February 1826. Brimstone the popular name of sulfur QV particularly of the commercial, roll sulfur. The word means literally, burning stone, the first part being formed from the stem of the mid, ang, brennan, to burn. Earlier forms of the word are brenstone, brimstone, brimstone, and c. Brian, Bienedio 1833-1898, Italian naval administrator, was born at Turin on the 17th of May 1833 and until the age of 40 worked with distinction as a naval engineer. In 1873 Admiral St. Bon, Minister of Marine, appointed him under Secretary of State. The two men completed each other, St. Bon conceived a type of ship. Brin made the plans and directed its construction. On the advent of the left to power in 1876, Brin was appointed Minister of Marine by Dupree Ties, a capacity in which he continued the program of St. Bon while enlarging and completing it in such way as to form the first organic scheme for the development of the Italian fleet. The huge warships, Italia, and Donglo, were his work, though he afterwards abandoned their type in favor of smaller and faster vessels of the Varese and the Garibaldi class. By his initiative Italian naval industry, 
almost non-existent in 1873, made rapid progress, during his 11 years ministry 1876-1878 with Dupree Ties, 1884-1891 with Dupree Ties and Chris Bye, 1896-1898 with Rudney, he succeeded in creating large private shipyards, engine works and metallurgical works for the production of armor, steel plates and guns. In 1892 he entered the Geology Cabinet as Minister for Foreign Affairs, accompanying, in that capacity, the King and Queen of Italy to Potsdam, but showed weakness towards France on the occasion of the massacre of Italian workmen at Aigues Mortes. He died on the 24th of May 1898, while Minister of Marine in the Rudney Cabinet. He, more than any other man, must be regarded as the practical creator of the Italian Navy, Brindabian, a town of British India in the Mutra district of the United Provinces, on the right bank of the Jumna, 6 meters n of Mutra, Pop, 1901-22.717, Brindaban is one of the most popular places of pilgrimage in India, being associated with the cult of Krishna as a shepherd, it contains bathing stairs, tanks and wells, and a great number of handsome temples, of which the finest is that of Govindiva, a cruciform vaulted building of red sandstone, dating from 1590. The town was founded earlier in the same century. Brindisi Ankh, Brundisium, Cuvia Seaport Town and Archiepiscopal See of Apulia, Italy, in the province of Lecce, 24 meters NW by rail from the town of Lecce, and 346 meters from Ancona, Pop, 1861 8000-1871 13.755, 1901-25.317. The chief importance of Brindisi is due to its position as a starting point for the east. The inner harbor, admirably sheltered and 27 to 30 feet in depth, allows ocean steamers to lie at the quays. Brindisi has, however, been abandoned by the large steamers of the Peninsular and Oriental Steam Navigation Company, which had called there since 1870, but since 1898 call at Marseille instead, small express boats, carrying the mails, still leave every week connecting with the larger steamers at Port Said, but the number of passengers leaving the port, which for the years 1893-1897 averaged 14.7 to 8, was only 7608 in 1905, and only 943 of these were carried by the P&O boats. The Harbor Railway Station was not completed until 1905 Consular Report, Number 3672, 1906, pages 13SQQ. The port was cleared in 1905 by 1492 vessels of 1.486.269 tons. The imports represented a value of L629.892 and the exports a value of L663.201 and increase of L84.077 and L57.807 respectively on the figures of the previous year, while in 1899 the amounts, which were below the average, were only L298.400 and L253.000. The main imports are coal, flour, sulfur, timber and metals, and the main exports, wine and spirits, oil and dried fruits. Frederick I.I. erected a castle, with huge round towers, to guard the inner harbor, it is now a convict prison. The cathedral, ruined by earthquakes, was restored in 1743-1749 but has some remains of its mosaic pavement 1178. The baptismal church of S. Giovanni al Sepolcro 11th century is now a museum. The town was captured in 836 by the Saracens, 
and destroyed by them, but was rebuilt in the 11th century by Lupus the Protostatheres, Byzantine governor. In 1071 it fell into the hands of the Normans, and frequently appears in the history of the Crusades. Early in the 14th century the inner port was blocked by Giovanni Orsini, Prince of Taranto, the town was devastated by pestilence in 1348, and was plundered in 1352 and 1383, but even greater damage was done by the earthquake of 1456. T.A.S. Brindley, James 1716-1772, English engineer, was born at Thornset, Derbyshire, in 1716. His parents were in very humble circumstances, and he received little or no education. At the age of 17 he was apprenticed to a millwright near Macclesfield, and soon after completing his apprenticeship he set up in business for himself as a wheelwright at Leek, quickly becoming known for his ingenuity and skill in repairing all kinds of machinery. In 1752 he designed and set up an engine for draining some coal pits at Clifton in Lancashire. Three years later he extended his reputation by completing the machinery for a silk mill at Congleton. In 1759, when the Duke of Bridgewater was anxious to improve the outlets for the coal on his estates, Brindley advised the construction of a canal from Worsley to Manchester. The difficulties in the way were great, but all were surmounted by his genius, and his crowning triumph was the construction of an aqueduct to carry the canal at an elevation of 39 feet over the River Irewell at Barton. The great success of this canal encouraged similar projects, and Brindley was soon engaged in extending his first work to the Mersey, at Runcorn. He then designed and nearly completed what he called the Grand Trunk Canal, connecting the Trent and Humber with the Mersey, the Staffordshire and Worcestershire. The Oxford and the Chesterfield canals were also planned by him, and altogether he laid out over 360 meters of canals. He died at Turnhurst, Staffordshire. On the 30th of September 1772, Brindley retained to the last a peculiar roughness of character and demeanor, but his innate power of thought more than compensated for his lack of training. It is told of him that when in any difficulty he used to retire to bed, and there remain thinking out his problem until the solution became clear to him. His mechanical ingenuity and fertility of resource were very remarkable, and he undoubtedly possessed the engineering faculty in a very high degree. He was an enthusiastic believer in canals, and his reported answer, when asked the use of navigable rivers, to feed canals, is characteristic, if not altogether authentic. B.R.I. and Eowyn, Daniel Garrison 1837-1899, American archaeologist and ethnologist, was born at Thornbury, Pennsylvania, on the 13th of May 1837. He graduated at Yale in 1858 studied for two years in the Jefferson Medical College, and then for one year traveled in Europe and continued his studies at Paris and Heidelberg, from 1862 to 1865, during the Civil War in America, he was a surgeon in the Union Army, acting for one year, 1864-1865, as surgeon in charge of the U.S. Army General Hospital at Quincy, Illinois, after the war he practiced medicine at Westchester, Pennsylvania, for several years, was the editor of a weekly periodical, The Medical and Surgical Reporter, in Philadelphia, from 1874 to 1887, became professor of ethnology and archaeology in the Academy of Natural Sciences in Philadelphia in 1884, and was professor of American Linguistics and Archaeology in the University of Pennsylvania from 1886 until his death at Philadelphia on the 31st of July 1899.
B.04P.0572 He was a member of numerous learned societies in the United States and in Europe, and was president at different times of the Numismatic and Antiquarian Society of Philadelphia, of the American Folklore Society and of the American Association for the Advancement of Science. During the period from 1859 when he published his first book to 1899, he wrote a score of books, several of them of great value, and a large number of pamphlets, brochures, addresses and magazine articles. His principal works are, The Myths of the New World 1868, the first attempt to analyze and correlate, according to true scientific principles, the mythology of the American Indians, the religious sentiment, its sources and aim, a contribution to the science and philosophy of religion 1876, American Hero Myths 1882, Essays of an Americanist 1890, Races and Peoples 1890, the American Race 1891, The Pursuit of Happiness 1893, and Religions of Primitive People 1897. In addition, he edited and published a library of American Aboriginal Literature 8 volumes, 1880-1890, a valuable contribution to the science of anthropology in America. Of the 8 volumes, 6 were edited by Brinton himself, one by Horatio Hale and one by A.S. Gafshet, B.R.I. and Liars. Marie Madeleine Marguerite Daubrai, Marquise de C. 1630-1676, French poisoner, daughter of Drew Daubrai, civil lieutenant of Paris, was born in Paris about 1630. In 1651 she married the Marquis de Brinvilliers, then serving in the regiment of Normandy. Contemporary evidence describes the Marquise at this time as a pretty and much courted little woman, with a fascinating air of childlike innocence. In 1659 her husband introduced her to his friend Gotten de St. Croix, a handsome young cavalry officer of extravagant tastes and bad reputation, whose mistress she became. Their relations soon created a public scandal, and as the Marquis de Brinvilliers, who had left France to avoid his creditors, made no effort to terminate them, M. Daubrai secured the arrest of St. Croix on a lettre de cachet. For a year St. Croix remained a prisoner in the Bastille where he is popularly supposed to have acquired a knowledge of poisons from his fellow prisoner, the Italian poisoner Exili. When he left the Bastille, he plotted with his willing mistress his revenge upon her father. She cheerfully undertook to experiment with the poisons which St. Croix, possibly with the help of a chemist, Christopher Glazer, prepared, and found subjects ready to hand in the poor who sought her charity, and the sick whom she visited in the hospitals. Meanwhile St. Croix, completely ruined financially, enlarged his original idea, and determined that not only Andrew Daubrai but also the latter's two sons and other daughters should be poisoned, so that the Marquise de Brinvilliers and himself might come into possession of the large family fortune. In February 1666, satisfied with the efficiency of St. Croix's preparations and with the ease with which they could be administered without detection, the Marquise poisoned her father, and in 1670, with the connivance of their valet La Chose, her two brothers, a post-mortem examination suggested the real cause of death, but no suspicion was directed to the murderers, before any attempt could be made on the life of Molteras Dobrai, St. Croix suddenly died, as he left no heirs the police were called in and discovered among his belongings documents seriously incriminating the Marquise and La Chose, the latter was arrested, tortured into a complete confession and broken alive on the wheel 1673, but the Marquise escaped, taking refuge first probably in England, then in Germany, and finally in a convent at Liege, 
once she was decoyed by a police emissary disguised as a priest, a full account of her life and crimes was found among her papers, her attempt to commit suicide was frustrated, and she was taken to Paris, where she was beheaded and her body burned on the 16th of July 1676, C.G. Rulier, La Marquise de Brinvilliers Paris, 1883, Toys Lord, Trois Anime's Historics Paris, 1882, B.R.I.O.N.I.A. and Islands, a group of small islands, in the Adriatic Sea, off the west coast of Istria, from which they are separated by the narrow canal di Fasana, they belong to Austria and are twelve in number, up to a recent period they were chiefly noted for their quarries, which have been worked for centuries and have supplied material not only for the palaces and bridges of Venice and the whole Adriatic coast, but latterly for Vienna and Berlin also, as they command the entrance to the naval harbor of Pola, a strong fortress. Fort Tegetov, has been erected on the largest of them Briani, together with minor fortifications on some of the others. The islands are inhabited by about 100 Italian quarrymen. The Arioasio, Andrea C. 1470-1532, Italian sculptor and architect, known as Riccio, curly-headed, was born at Padua. In architecture he is known by the church of Sta Giustina in his native city, but he is most famous as a worker in metal. His masterpieces are the bronze pascal candelabrum 11 feet high in the choir of the Santo S. Antonio at Padua 1515, and the two bronze reliefs 1507 of David dancing before the Ark and Judith and Holofernes in the same church. His bronze and marble tomb of the physician Girolamo Modellatore in San Primo at Verona was beautifully decorated with reliefs, which were taken away by the French and are now in the Louvre. A number of other works which emanated from his workshop are attributed to him, and he has been suggested, but doubtfully, as the author of a fine bronze relief, a dance of nymphs, in the Wallace Collection at Hertford House, London, B.R.I.O.U.D.E., a town of central France, capital of an arrondissement in the department of Haute-Loire, on the left bank of the Allier, 1467 feet above the sea, 47 meters N.W. of Alpuy on the Paris-Lyon Railway. Pop. 1906-45-81. Breed has to a great extent escaped modernization and still has many old houses and fountains. Its streets are narrow and irregular, but the town is surrounded by wide boulevards lined with trees. The only building of consequence is the Church of St. Julian 12th and 13th centuries in the Romanesque style of Auvergne, of which the choir, with its apse and radiating chapels and the mosaic ornamentation of the exterior, is a fine example. Priot is the seat of a sub-prefect, and of tribunals of first instance and of commerce. The plain in which it is situated is of great fertility, the grain trade of the town is considerable, and market gardening is carried on in the outskirts. The industries include brewing, sawmilling, lace-making and antimony mining and founding. Priot, the ancient Brinas, was formerly a place of considerable importance. It was in turn besieged and captured by the Goths 532. The Burgundians the Saracens 732 and the Normans. In 1181 the Viscount of Polignac, who had sacked the town two years previously, made public apology in front of the church, and established a body of 25 knights to defend the relics of St. Julian. For some time after 1361 the town was the headquarters of Beringer, Lord of Castelnau, who was at the head of one of the bands of military adventurers which then devastated France, the knights or cannons as they afterwards became of St. Julian bore the title of Counts of Briod, and for a long time opposed themselves to the civic liberties of the inhabitants. 
B-R-I-Q-U-E-M-A-U-L-T or B-R-I-Q-U-E-M-A-U-D. François de B-A-U-V-A-I's. S-E-I-G-N-E-U-R-D-C-1502-1572. Leader of the Huguenots during the First Religious Wars. Was the son of Adrien de Brickmall and Alexandre de Saintville. And was born about 1502. His first campaign was under the Count of Brissac in the Piedmontese Wars. On his return to France in 1554 he joined Admiral Coligny. Charged with the defense of Rouen. In 1562, he resigned in favor of Montgomery, to whom the Prince of Condé had entrusted the task, and went over to England, where he concluded the Treaty of Hampton Court on the 20th of September. He then returned to France, and took Dieppe from the Catholics before the conclusion of peace. If his share in the Second Religious War was less important, he played a very active part in the Third. He fought at Jarnac, Rochiaudale and Montcontour, assisted in the Siege of Poitiers was nearly captured by the Catholics at Bourgdieu, Ravenel busily, and almost surprised Borges, in 1570, being charged by Coligny to stop the army of the princes in its ascent of the Rhone Valley. He crossed Burgundy and effected his junction V.04P.0573 with the Admiral at Saint-Étienne in May. On the 21st of the following June he assisted in achieving the victory of Orneil-Duc and was then employed to negotiate a marriage between the Prince of Navarre and Elizabeth of England. Being in Paris on the night of St. Bartholomew he took refuge in the house of the English ambassador, but was arrested there. With his friend Arnaud de Cabagnes he was delivered over to the Parliament, and failed in courage when confronted with his judges, seeking to escape death by unworthy means. He was condemned, nevertheless, on the 27th of October 1572 to the last penalty and to the confiscation of his property, and on the 29th of October he and Cavagnes were executed. See Histoire Ecclesiastique de Seglises Reformes au Royaume de France New Edition, 1884, Volume I. La France Protestant Second Edition, Volume I. Article, Lobise, B-R-I-Q-U-E-D-E Diminutive of F-R, Brick, Brick, a form of fuel, known also as, Patent Fuel consisting of small coal compressed into solid blocks by the aid of some binding material, for making briquettes the small coal, if previously washed, is dried to reduce the moisture to at most four, and if necessary crushed in a disintegrator, it is then incorporated in a pug mill with from 8 to 10 of gas pitch, and softened by heating to between 70 degrees and 90 degrees C to a plastic mass, which is molded into blocks and compact by a pressure of 1 to 2 to tons per square inches in a machine with a rotating die plate somewhat like that used in making semi-plastic clay bricks. When cold, the briquettes, which usually weigh from 7 to 20 pounds each, although smaller sizes are made for domestic use, become quite hard, and can be handled with less breakage than the original coal. Their principal use is as fuel for marine and locomotive boilers, the evaporative value being about the same as or somewhat greater than, that of coal. The principal seat of the manufacture in Great Britain is in South Wales, where the dust and smalls resulting from the handling of the best steam coals which are very brittle are obtainable in large quantities and find no other use. Some varieties of lignite, when crushed and pressed at a steam heat, soften sufficiently to furnish compact briquettes without requiring any cementing material. Briquettes of this kind are made to a large extent from the tertiary lignites in the vicinity of Cologne, they are used mainly for house fuel on the Lower Rhine and in Holland, and occasionally come to a London, Brisbane, Sir Thomas M. A. K. D. O. U. G. A. L. 1773-1860, Scottish soldier and astronomer, 
was born on the 23rd of July 1773 at Brisbane House, near Larks, in Ayrshire. He entered the army in 1789, and served in Flanders, the West Indies and the Peninsula. In 1814 he was sent to North America, on the return of Napoleon from Elba he was recalled, but did not arrive in time to take part in the Battle of Waterloo. In 1821 he was appointed Governor of New South Wales, during the four years for which he held that office. Although he allowed the finances of the colony to get into confusion, he endeavored to improve its condition by introducing the vine, sugar cane and tobacco plant, and by encouraging the breeding of horses and the reclamation of land, that his instigation exploring parties were sent out, and one of these discovered the Brisbane River which was named after him. He established an astronomical observatory at Parramatta in 1822, and the Brisbane Catalogue which was printed in 1835 and contained 7385 stars, was the result of observations made there in 1822-1826. The observatory was discontinued in 1855. After his return to Scotland he resided chiefly at Makerstown in Roxburgh's Hire, where, as at Brisbane House, he had a large and admirably equipped observatory. Important magnetic observations were begun at Makerstown in 1841 and the results gained him in 1848 the Keith Prize of the Royal Society of Edinburgh, in whose transactions they were published. In 1836 he was made a baronet, and GCB in 1837, and in 1841 he became general. He was elected president of the Royal Society of Edinburgh after the death of Sir Walter Scott in 1833, and in the following year acted as president of the British Association. He died at Brisbane House on the 27th of January 1860. He founded two gold medals for the encouragement of scientific research, one in the award of the Royal Society of Edinburgh, and the other in that of the Scottish Society of Arts, Brisbane, the capital of Queensland, Australia. It is situated in Stanley County, on the banks of the River Brisbane, 25 metres from its mouth in Moreton Bay. It is built on a series of hills rising from the river banks, but some parts of it, such as Wollongong and South Brisbane, occupy low-lying flats which have sometimes been the scene of disastrous floods. The main streets and principal buildings of the city are situated on a tongue of land formed by a southward bend of the river. The extremity of the tongue, however, is open. Here, adjoining one another, are the botanical gardens, the grounds surrounding Government House, the official residence of the Governor of the Colony, and the Houses of Parliament, and Queen's Park, which is used as a recreation ground. From this park Albert Street runs for about three quarters of a mile through the heart of the city, leading to Albert Park, in which is the observatory. Queen Street, the main thoroughfare of Brisbane, crosses Albert Street midway between the two parks and leads across the Victoria Bridge to the separate city of South Brisbane on the other side of the river. The Victoria Bridge is a fine steel structure, which replaced the bridge swept away by floods in February 1893. Brisbane has a large number of buildings of architectural merit though in some cases their effect is marred by the narrowness of the streets in which they stand. Among the most prominent are the Houses of Parliament, the Great Dome Custom House on the River Bank, the Lands Office, the General Post Office, the Town Halls of Brisbane and South Brisbane, and the Opera House. The Roman Catholic Cathedral of St. Stephen Elizabeth Street is an imposing building, having a detached campanile containing the largest bell in Australia, the foundation stone of the Anglican Cathedral on an elevated site in N Street, was laid by the Prince of Wales as Duke of York in 1901. The city is the seat of a Roman Catholic Archbishop and of an Anglican Bishop. 
Many of the commercial and private buildings are also worthy of notice, especially the Queensland National Bank, a classic Italian structure, the massive treasury buildings, one of the largest erections in Australia, the Queensland Club with its wide colonnades in Italian Renaissance style, and the great buildings of the Brisbane Newspaper Company. Brisbane is well provided with parks and open spaces, the Victoria Park and Bowen Park are the largest, the high-lying Mount Kuta commands fine views, and there are other parks and numerous recreation grounds in various parts of the city, besides the admirable botanical gardens and the gardens of the Acclimatization Society, electric tramways and omnibuses serve all parts of the city, and numerous ferries ply across the river, there is railway communication due north, south and west, by careful dredging. The broad river is navigable as far as Brisbane for ocean-going vessels, and the port is the terminal port for the Queensland mail steamers to Europe, and is visited by steamers to China, Japan and America, and for various intercolonial lines. There is wharf accommodation on both banks of the river, a graving dock which can be used by vessels up to 5,000 tons, and two patent slips which can take up ships of 1,400 tons respectively. The exports are chiefly coal, sheep tallow, wool, frozen meat and hides. The annual value of imports and exports exceeds 7 and 9 million sterling respectively. There are boot factories, soap works, breweries, tanneries, tobacco works, and sea. The climate is on the whole dry and healthy, but during summer the temperature is high. The mean shade temperature being about 70 degrees F. Brisbane was founded in 1825 as a penal settlement, taking its name from Sir Thomas Brisbane then Governor of Australia, in 1842 it became a free settlement and in 1859 capital of Queensland, the town up to that time having belonged to New South Wales, it was incorporated in the same year, South Brisbane became a separate city in 1903, the municipal government of the city, and also of South Brisbane, is in the hands of a mayor and ten aldermen, the suburbs are, 